Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is On the Border with James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, a Red Apple Podcast production. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this installment of On the Border. Well, Bo Snerdly's on the border. We have been warning for quite some time that events at the border were gearing toward another surge. It is underway. Now, there's an article that our co-host, Todd Benzman, wrote that was published in The Federalist. You can find it at thefederalist.com, how the Biden administration is aiding and abetting the biggest border fraud in U.S. history. That is not hyperbole. That is not trying to make a bigger deal out of what is happening in the border than what the reality is. On May 23rd, unless something changes, Title 42, which was the COVID-related public health order that Donald Trump and his administration invoked in March 2020, will come to an end. Right now, immigrants are lining up for what could be the biggest surge of illegal immigrants pouring into America unvetted in our nation's history. Today, right now, we are seeing about 6,000 immigrants cross the border illegally almost every day. They are not being stopped. They are not being apprehended. They are not being sent back. That number could increase anywhere from 12,000 per day to 18,000 per day. That means in one year, if this continues unabated, we could be looking at over 6 million new immigrants, undocumented immigrants, unvetted immigrants coming into America. You just have to wonder how cities, how states are going to cope. That means we will have larger percentages of people looking for public assistance. We will have larger budget requirements for the nation's schools, for the health care systems in every locale that these immigrants settle into. Again, we are not anti-immigrant, and that is certainly not the message we are trying to convey on, on the border. What we are for is legal immigration, and what the Biden administration is doing is unthinkable. They are pretty much opening the borders for whoever wants to come in the country without regard to the financial impact or the impact on every other social policy that this country has. All of this pertains, of course, to the asylum laws. And that's what Title 42 deals with. In previous episodes of On the Border, 
you have already learned how the asylum laws in this country are being compromised. People that originally come here for economic gain are turned away in Mexico. Then, in Mexico, they are sent to centers that are funded in part by the United Nations, where they are told that they have, or they are led to believe that they have repressed memories, and those repressed memories will allow them to apply for asylum in the United States. It is a ruse, it is a game that both countries, the United States and Mexico, willingly play, and no one is doing anything to reform this incredibly broken system. We are looking, ladies and gentlemen, at 6,480,000 new immigrants coming into this country within the next year unless action is taken by the government. I had Todd Benzman on as a guest on our radio show this week, and we discussed this issue. Here is that conversation. We have with us the co-host, along with me, of On the Border, both nearly On the Border, Todd Benzman. Todd, thank you for joining us. You are all over the news this weekend and this week, my friend, already. There's an article in Breitbart that you play a significant role in. There are pictures that you posted of what's going on with traffic in Texas. Can you explain to us? We're going to get into Title 42 in a moment in depth, but tell us what's going on right now in Tejas. There is a very interesting story playing out in Texas, a new one having to do with the border, that comes out of Governor Greg Abbott's press conference on April 6th. So he gets together, you know, puts a plan out there with his DPS director, Texas Department of Public Safety director, and his director of emergency management. And he announces these new plans, one of which caught the lion's share of media attention, which is that we are going to, you know, gather up all these migrants at the border and bus them right to Washington, D.C. But the story or the plan that didn't get any attention and really hasn't to even today is that the Texas Department of Public Safety was going to start doing, I'll put in quotation marks here, enhanced safety inspections on commercial vehicles coming off of the bridges from Mexico. There are 27, 28 ports, including the busiest land ports in America. Major, major trade coming, billions of dollars worth of trade coming off of those bridges. So the next day, the Texas Department of Public Safety starts these safety inspections at three of the busiest of the bridges and backs them all up for miles and miles into Mexico so that Trucks are not able to get to their destinations on time. They're dragged out. They're stuck back there in these long, snaking lines. And the official word about why DPS is doing this is because uh, we have a right to, you know, inspect trucks, make sure that they're safe. And, you know, by the way, we'll be looking for any sort of drugs and contraband and people aboard these trucks as well. But my feeling is that that's not what it is at all. <laughs> they are backing up. They are blocking international trade with Mexico, which is the same kind of thing that Donald Trump would have done or threatened to do to kind of do damage to Mexico's economy if they don't police up all the migrants on their side. 
the migrants are just swarming over Texas and many more are coming because of Title 42. And so this is going on this week, too. They're blocking up seven different bridges, including the most important one, which is the Columbia Solidarity Bridge coming out of Laredo, Texas. The trucks on that bridge are backed up for tens of miles. I mean, trade is not happening. And it's because of the Texas Department of Public Safety and Governor Greg Abbott. Now, this cannot continue much longer before Washington has to at least acknowledge that it's happening. Has Washington, to your knowledge, has anyone in this administration addressed what is going on this very moment in Texas? Well, I was on the phone today with somebody who would know. I can't say who. But the answer to that is no. They've heard nothing from either the Mexicans or the Biden administration. So those trucks are just going to have to be backed up for miles and miles. And, you know, there's going to be a trade problem. And that is also going to affect the supply, the continued supply line shortages that we're facing in the United States. If you can't have goods on get through the border, they're not going to be goods on the shelves of many American stores. And that's a political danger that Greg Abbott is kind of walking a tightrope over. You know, he's already getting complaints from, you know, major Texas businesses and agribusiness complaining that, hey, you're literally wrecking our whole operation with this. So it's not going to come without pain. But I would argue that the pain is not unlike that we have all been asked to take at the gas pump for Russia sanctions. A lot of people seem to be kind of okay with that as long as we're penalizing Putin. And so I'm I'm wondering if maybe he's, you know, the governor is thinking along the lines of that, you know, for a good cause. We're willing to take a little bit of pain. Now, let's talk about Title 42. You have been warning for weeks. We've been talking about this on our podcast, Todd, on the border for weeks. What is getting ready to come? And now the signs are that everything that you predicted early on, many, many weeks ago, is starting to materialize at America's borders. Talk to us about Title 42 and when and if the Biden administration follows through on their promise to get rid of it, what is going to happen in America? Well, there's two things. One is that the administration announced that on May 23rd, they're going to take down Title 42. This is hugely important because Title 42 was the Trump-era pandemic control policy that required instant expulsions of a whole lot of migrants. And more importantly, it denied them access to the fraudulent, the fraud-ridden asylum system that everybody was using to just get a freebie, a free pass into the country, millions of people. So when they announced that, you know, I mean, intelligence community the U.S. intelligence community looked at that and said, you know, we could have anywhere from 12,000 to 18,000 migrants a day come in for this thing to take advantage of the asylum system that's been off the road. That's what this is all about. This is all about whether the asylum system is available or not available. And under 42, it'll be available again. And what we're seeing is a pooling up and reservoirs of migrants already. It's early still, but this pooling is going to continue to gather steam and depth on the other side. 
And I'm already hearing from sources over there who have interviewed these migrants, people who are talking to Mexican media, that they're coming for Title 42. So it's already happening. Whether it's 18,000, I don't know, but it's definitely going to be far more than anything we've seen to date. And all of them are going to get through. The reason I know this is because the Department of Homeland Security put out a fact sheet, two-page fact sheet, on what to expect when Title 42 goes down. And the fact sheet mentions 10 different times about processing in migrants. Nothing about blocking or returning or you know anything like that. It's 10 times all about bringing them in. So all of the resources that are being deployed to the border, uh, the, the people, the FEMA, the resources that are being gathered, the aircraft, uh, all of these things are geared to creating this superhighway in, a one-way superhighway in. It's almost like those car rental places with the spikes uh, that you can't back up over or it'll rip your tires. It's like that. Everything's in only. So uh, and we're talking what... about, let's run the numbers, Todd, and we'll have to leave it here, but we will continue this on our podcast. We, uh, we're due to record another one tomorrow, so we'll continue this in, in larger depth. That's the On the Border podcast. You can find that Red Apple Media, wherever podcasts are available, your favorite podcast platform. You can find most Nermies On the Border. Todd Benzman is our guest host for that every week. Now, let's talk numbers really quickly. We're estimated. When this happens, 12,000 to 18,000 migrant apprehensions a day. So that means 18, anywhere from 12,000 to 18,000 migrants coming in to the United States a day. Right now, we're already at record-breaking. 6,000 are coming in right now. It's going to be either double that or maybe even one and a half times that. Now, that means that in one month, we could see 540 thousand illegal immigrants entering in the United States or, and that's compared to 170,000 that are coming in right now by the end of the year. Go ahead. Or 360,000 on the lower end of the scale. Either way, it's just a a tidal wave, human tidal wave that's already a tidal wave. I don't even know how you can get to a bigger tidal wave than what we've got right now. Remember uh, Obama's Secretary DHS, Jay Johnson, when Trump was having this problem of a mass migration crisis, said a thousand a day is a crisis. So listen, 12,000 a day, 7,000 a day right now is seven times what Jay Johnson said was a crisis. You know, this is something that is- This will fundamentally change the country. We're talking about maybe even 6 million in a year. Over six million, maybe close to six and a half million illegal immigrants coming in a one year period. Could happen. I mean, it could be that much. And we don't know how long the wave will last. Is it going to be just a permanent high tide like it's been? It's been a permanent high tide for, you know, 14 months, 15 months. So will it be permanent like that? Is that the new normal? Or, you know, might they figure out some way to shut this down, like maybe have Mexico? aggressively use its military to shut it down on their side and maybe some of the countries to the south. Final thought is there is a growing 
chorus of opposition right now in the Democratic Party. These are lawmakers. These are influencers in the Democratic Party that are pressuring the Biden administration to find some way, any way to delay the removal of Title 42, at least until after the election. You know, so (laughs) there's a because, I mean, this is an extinction event. Everybody recognizes this is a you're finished. Nobody wins. No, No Democrat wins with this kind of a thing happening at the border. All of the media will have to leave Ukraine and come and down to, to, our to the southern border. Yeah, Todd, so your I'm, your story today is in the Federalist. People can find you there. People can also find you the Center for Immigration Studies, CIS.org. And there's the Breitbart story that I referenced early. And, of course, our podcast, which we will have another installment of tomorrow on the border. Thank you so much for the amazing reporting that you're doing on this, Todd. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Italian heritage and the food that goes along with it. That's why on Sundays after church, I head over with my father to Italo's Fine Foods on Forest Avenue in Staten Island with our list from mom. They have two locations on Forest Avenue, 1566 and the new one at 725. It's family owned and serving Italian specialties since 2014. They also have a full catering menu, the freshest meats, imported San Martano tomatoes from Italy, and the best mozzarella. Order in store by phone or online. They even deliver. ItaloFineFoods.com I-T-A-L-O FineFoods.com Tell them Vinnie Madugno and WABC sent you. Manja.